0: the song inside of us, sometimes I think we're Millie Vanillis, um, it turned out they were lip syncing. They were really singing somebody else's song. But again, how many times don't we try to do and be who we think we should be? Don't we try to do what we think is right, what we see others do, and really what we need to concentrate on what's really true to ourselves, yeah. right, and who
1: we are, and who God created us to be? Well, that was Ben Tages talking about the essence of today's show, letting your unique personality sing to the world. Hey, everybody. Jared Sebesi here, co-host of Retire Repurposed. On behalf of Bentages and myself, thank you so much for joining us here today. You know, the past few shows we've been talking about discovering, finding, and living out God's perfect will for our lives. For many of us, that sounds like a daunting task. But what if it was as simple as just being true to ourselves as much as possible, authentically expressing who we are to the world? The truth is, is that you are unique. There's no one like you. God doesn't make mistakes and he didn't start with you. And you have everything you need already inside of you to live in God's will. It's all there. Again, inside. He gave it to you in your mother's womb. All you have to do is just let your song come out. I'll mention this on the show here today, but there's a famous quote that says, most of us go to our graves with our song still inside, unplayed. That begs the question, what's the song? What does the song mean? Well, you might say it's our life, it's our destiny, it's the fullness by which we are supposed to walk into being God's children. But I would also add it's an expression of our and your unique personality. We believe retirement is a time of new beginnings and there's not a better time to take a deeper look within at ourselves to discover our unique personality. In this podcast, Bentages, will give you ways retirees can take a deeper dive within and he's gonna tie it back to how this all goes back to living God's will for your life. Enjoy this episode. Hey everybody and welcome to the show. We are so glad that you are joining us here today. Like I said last week, there are so many podcasts out there. You have so many choices. So we appreciate you spending time with us here today. We are going to continue this discussion on discovering God's will for your life. Very important show. For everybody, but especially for retirees. So again, we're so glad you're joining us here today. Just a quick reminder, we do have a Facebook group specifically designed just for retirees. It is called Becoming Repurposed in Retirement. Join a growing community of people that refuse to accept the typical American dream retirement. All the latest and greatest stuff. Links to all of our podcasts, links to any books, charts, um, any studies that we reference on the show. That's where you're going to find it. If we have any uh, online seminars coming up, you'll see links there as well. So if you want to stay in touch with what we're talking about here on this particular platform, that's the place to do it. Go to Facebook.com and search Becoming Repurposed in Retirement. Ben Tages joins me on the show, Ben. And last week... We had a really interesting conversation. We talked about again how to discover um, god 's will, and uh, we, we started with romans twelve two which talks about not following the ways of the world, the patterns of this world, so you can decipher god 's perfect will and We kind of started with this idea of you know being in god 's will is really being true to who you are and who you were created to be yeah, I think that that piece of not conforming to the pattern of
0: this world comes down to. It's really hard to to really find out why God, you know, what God created you to do, if you're if you're too much in the world. Like, so how many times don't we get caught up in the day to day of you know our business? Get caught up in the day to day of whatever the world would tell us success looks like. Get caught up day to day, um, whatever whatever activities we're doing in our lives. And we, for, in, unless we kind of remove that stuff, it's hard to be close to him. And I've had so many times, Jared, where you know, I um, when I when I'm further away from him mm-hmm. is usually when I am focused on the wrong thing. I'm yep. focused on you know, I'm I'm trying to do something all on my own. I'm trying to. Um, you know whatever it is in my life that's that 's really the idol at that time that 's in place of him um, it 's really hard to see his will for my life
1: and talking about those patterns of the world, we talked about that a couple of shows ago and actually identified three specific patterns that retirees can kind of fall into and tra- and, and, and trap them into. And so that was a few shows ago, but yeah, to, to take the second half of Romans twelve too, so you can now decipher God is, God's God's uh, perfect will for your life. Um, that's a that's a very um, uh, daunting task, but yeah, we've got to get rid of the distractions, but we also have to really become uh, you know true to who we are and uh, really understanding that God's will. Um, is for you to become fully you. Uh, last week I talked about this quote um, from Oliver Wendell Holmes Sr. He's an American poet from um, about a hundred years ago, and and I tell this story all the time now, especially when I speak. But he says this: He says most of us go to our graves with our music still inside of us, unplayed. And to me, for me, you know, being at forty-four, I'm not of retired age, or, or hopefully not close to the end of my life, but That's an inspiring quote for me to to say, you know what? I need to become fully alive in who God created me to be. And I'm just speaking from personal um, experience here. The more I find the music inside of myself, um, the more exciting and exhilarating life gets, the more value I'm adding to other people. And ironically, and I mentioned this on last week's show, I feel closer to God when I'm being who he created me to be. And really, I think we almost make it too complicated. We make finding God's will so complex and really it doesn't need to be. It's almost, it's, it's like a child should be able to do it, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, sometimes we, in fact, see other people doing it their way and we try to do it their way. Mm-hmm. You know, we, And we try to you know, follow what somebody else is doing and, and we look at the world and hope oh, that success worked for them. It's going to work for me, right. and we almost imitate who they are. And I think that's um, how, how many times I mean, you're talking about that song. You know, the song inside of us. Sometimes I think we're Milli Vanillies, mm-hmm. Jared. I mean, we, we've talked about this. You know, you and I off uh, off the show. But I, if you remember Milli Vanilli to our listeners, it goes back to late um, the the late '80s into the '90s. And if you remember, they were this huge success right away, and their music was taken off. And all of a sudden, they they went. I think it was a Grammy show and and they uh all of a sudden the, the words that were coming out of their mouth weren't quite timing with the music you mm-hmm. remember remember that and um it turned out they were lip syncing they were really singing somebody else's song and what happened it was tragic after that you know they they left the stage and it was like what's going on and and, and actually one of them ended up i think committing suicide and it was just tragic yeah. but again how many times don't we try to do And be who we think we should be. Don't we try to do what we think is right, what we see others do, and really what we need to concentrate on what's really true to ourselves, right? And who we are, who God created
1: us to be. I think that's probably the first time Millie Vanilli has ever been mentioned (laughs) uh, (laughs) on the show for sure, but probably in any retirement focused podcast. uh, Millie Vanilli. I I think there's probably several people out there that do remember um, them, but yeah, that's how they were certainly known as. As the band that was not singing a song that's true to them, and it's kind of it's kind of a uh, I don't want to call it a, a you know a silly analogy, but again because of the seriousness and levity of what happened to those two gentlemen, but um, it, you know, it is true. If we try to go through life not true to ourselves, we're not honoring um, the creativity of God. Seriously, I mean, He created you in your mother's womb specifically with. Um, unique DNA. Uh, you're unlike anybody you're like anybody else unlike anybody else in the entire universe. And so the the best way to honor God honestly is to become who he created us to be. And so that was really kind of the the, the main focus of last week's show. If you missed that show again I say it every week but please go back. Go back on, on your favorite podcasting platform. Go back. Find us on iTunes. Subscribe while you're there because these are really important shows. And by the way if you have a retiree in your life, uh, whether you're retired or not, if you have a retiree in your life, maybe maybe it's a parent and you think that these shows would, would resonate with them, please share it. Uh, find the link and give it to them because, again, we're so passionate about this message and people need to hear it. So on today's show, we're going to continue this idea of really discovering who you are. I think the very th- first thing we need to, uh, to identify, and I think we've done a pretty good job of it so far, Ben, is that everybody is unique. There's there's something very special about every single person, young or old. It doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, and the importance of figuring that out. And I don't care if you're in your twenties, thirties, forties, seventies, eighties. You need to really um, understand, right? How important that is to understand how God made you. Um, the experiences in your life that have really made you into who you are today. Um, if I'm coming into retirement, I'm almost going to retire. I've been retired for a while. Um, I want to make sure that those last li- those last years Absolutely. are lived well, right? I'm going to finish well. The only way to finish well and to feel good about it and, and not have regrets is to be true to who God made you to be.
1: Talk, talk about this for a second. You know, you've watched so many people kind of cross that threshold from working to retirement. You know, you've kind of walked people through, you know, holding their hand kind of through that, into that final season of life. Talk about how difficult maybe it is for a retiree to really think that they're unique because again, what they think and what they're told is that now uh, their value's down. And, and so this whole idea of, of finding your uniqueness, I think is kind of a, it's probably a, a a weird thing to think about maybe for a lot of retirees.
0: Yeah, I mean, but sometimes people forget that their work kind of gave them the distraction of, you know, many times your your work is who you are. I mean, people end up feeling that way. I mean, we know that we're more than our job. We know we're, our identity shouldn't be. I'm an athlete. I'm a, I'm a CEO. I'm going to, you know, you fill in the blank, a nurse, doctor, whatever. Mm-hmm. But sometimes that's the distraction, right? So we never, some people never fully even get to this point where they can say, okay, now who am I? Um, so I think that's, that's super important right now. And I I think the removing the distraction sometimes of, of work that maybe even didn't fit some people is a really good thing.
1: Yeah, that can be a good thing if, if utilized properly. Um, so again, I, I, I would even equate it to this. And like I said, I just mentioned it in my own, in my own walk right now at 44 years old, um, I'm now stepping into my uniqueness more than ever And it's exhilarating. And really, that's kind of that against the pattern of the world. Retirement really doesn't look and maybe feel exhilarating for a lot of folks. It's maybe marketed as very exhilarating, and then people get into it, and it's not quite as fulfilling or exhilarating as they thought. It should be. It should be because, again, the distractions are gone, and now this is really you can now focus your life on this idea.
0: Yeah, the only way to make it truly live up to what the world has said now they're saying that it's the money it's the constant rest it's the relaxation that's what that's what's going to make it fulfilling yeah but really we know because i've seen it i've walked with clients all, through this journey the only way to truly live that that lifestyle with rest is by making sure that you're coming into who god created you to be mm-hmm. uh you need to be adding value and and you need to add value by utilizing who God made you to be in order to really enjoy the, the next phase of life.
1: I, I mentioned this on last week's show. I just feel like I have to mention it again. The book I'm reading right now is by Dr. Benjamin Hardy. It's his latest book. It's called 10X is Easier Than 2X. It's personal growth business book. But I gotta tell you, man, I I would recommend this book to everybody. In fact, I love all of Dr. Benjamin Hardy's stuff. He's a protege of of, of Dan Sullivan. Some of you may know Dan Sullivan. He's he's a he's a growth coach based out of Chicago. He's been around a long time. But uh, in in Dr. Benjamin's book, um, he talks about on page one hundred and twenty. He says this right here, and he calls this whole idea unique ability, your uniqueness. He said your life's objective. That's a now that's a pretty profound statement. Your life's objective is to develop mastery in and fully express your unique ability. There's nothing more important to master. There's nothing more important to dedicate yourself to. It's your work. It's your life's work. And if you don't do it, no one else will, End quote. And again, that's a very bold statement to say it should be your life's work to not discover something else out there, to discover who you are and then fully express that. And that really resonated me when uh, when I read that. And uh, again, kind of going back to the beginning of the show, it might even be called your duty to your creator to do that because that's why he created you unique in your form like no one else. Yeah,
0: he created you with a purpose in mind, like um, there's something there for you. And I think many times if a retiree walking from their job, the purpose that they were living many times is kind of uh, cre- this, this work they're doing. I mean, we're, we're creative people. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I believe in that wholeheartedly that, um, you know, God worked for six days and then he rested. But creation wasn't done, sure. Jared. Creation was just getting started mm-hmm. because he kind of passed the creative piece onto us, onto right. his people, onto his his children. Mm-hmm. So now we're this created, we're this creating being because that's kind of our image of God, right? So we're creating, we're building, we're working, and then we retire, right? And, and, and it's so <laughs> right. easy to kind of lose that and think, okay, my identity now, I mean, like it or not, um, everybody all the time needs to be creating and adding value. Yep. In some way, to be closer to God.
1: Yeah, and I, again, I think that that's a bold statement, but I totally believe it. I think in our nature, again, we were created in God's image. Uh, God is a, a a creator and 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 uh, is infinite. So in our DNA um, is is the d- desire and the need. Uh, and, and the want to want to grow and build and have abundance and even have dominion in a lot of ways as well. And that just doesn't go away. Again, that's that's kind of a reoccurring theme you hear on our show. Just because you now don't work for a living, so to speak, that doesn't mean that these other laws and these other things that God has put in you have, has gone away. So again, that's another really, really interesting point. So there's going to be two major legs to our show here today when it comes down to discovering your own uniqueness and who God created you to be. Ben, we're going to talk about two different things here. We're going to try to maybe get to both. This might leak into next week's show, so I'm just kind of preparing everybody um, listening to uh, to us right now. But there's two major legs of this. Number one is your personality, and number two are your past experiences. Ben, let's start with first your personality. Well, I think we're all
0: created so differently in our DNA, right? I mean, our personality is what it is. I I know that I've taken a number of personality profiles myself. I mean, everything from Colby Index to um, DISC to, I mean, there's so many of these personality profiles out there. I think many of them are valuable for different reasons, but do some of that work, Mm -hmm. Um, I think, uh, it, it it showed me so many times in life, like oh, that makes sense now after really seeing the personality profile.
1: Yeah, there's the Enneagram that was kind of big in the, in the world, um, but yeah, I, I also have taken a, a lot of personality tests and I find them very interesting. Um, you always seem to get a little bit of some some nugget out of each one of them to be like, oh, that kind of connects the dots. Um, but I think the, the the bigger theme here is that. When you discover, whether it's through a personality test or experience or maybe a book you read or prayer or thought, meditation, whatever you wanna call it, I think that the major key is really accepting the fact that this is how I am, case in point. Recently, I took a personality test called the CIS. I took that test and it did not take very long. It was pretty quick, maybe under 10 minutes, and then there was this lady who walked me through the results. And uh, she just she just laid it on the line. She got on the phone with me right away and was just like, Jared, you are just such a unique person. And I wasn't sure if she was if that, <laughs> what that was what a compliment <laughs> exactly or, or if she was trashing me on the phone. But, you know, she said, you know, in some regards, man, you're just off the charts uh, uh, high. You're like in the top 98 percentile of being able to connect with people, understand emotion, uh, being able to read a room, you know, so to speak. And then in, in the next breath, she's like, "Jared, but you have like no patience. Wow, you have no patience." And I, I didn't think that that was a huge surprise because I've been married, you know, for sixteen years and been told that quite a bit by my wife and kids. Um, but she just said, "You know, you 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 move very fast. Um, you move at a really high rate of speed. Um, your your baseline, you know, speed is like warp speed. And if anybody or anything gets in your way, you have a hard time, you know, kind of being patient with that." And I actually rebutted her just a little bit on the phone. I said, "You know what? I feel like I feel like I've kind of, I feel like I've grown up a little bit. You know, I feel like I've grown in patience. I feel like I'm more patient now than I was, you know, certainly a year, two, or three ago." And and she goes, "Have you been able to see some growth in that personally?" And I said, "Yeah, I have." And she goes, "Well, I commend you because you're not wired for it." And I was like, "Huh? What do you mean?" And she goes, "Jared, you are what you are." She's like, "You are wired." The way that you're wired. She goes. You could take this test in 20 years, and it will look exactly the same because your wiring, it was set at conception. She goes. You may become more patient. You may become more compassionate. I think that that's 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 the differentiator. Uh, the truth is that we, we we're all going to try to grow in character, grow in the fruits of the spirit. Be quicker to listen. You know, slower to become angry. Angry. You know, slower to speak. Be more compassionate, generous, gentle, kind. And that's a road we're all on. But that, I'm talking about, that's character. And so there's a difference between character and how we're hardwired. And I will tell you, Ben, on the phone, for the very first time, I saw a level of like, oh, this is just who I am. Because in my mind, I would never say this. I wouldn't have articulated it this way. But there's always something wrong with me. Since I always have to be growing, that always means that there's something wrong with me. And ever since that that time, which by the way, that conversation happened like a month ago, and I was like man i just i've i've had a new level of just self acceptance of like this is just who I am, and what 's interesting is that not only it has made the journey more exhilarating because now i 'm doubling down on that now i'm just I am who I am, so it's not this always this constant battle of trying to be different, trying to be better. no, I just have to try to be me, and the amount of traction and momentum and exhilaration that you experience when you just finally accept who you are. It's really, really um, outstanding, and that's just a that's just how, what I've seen even in forty four years on planet Earth. Yeah, well, I would ask you:
0: Have those traits been there from the beginning? I mean, when you were younger, did you see the same traits, Jared? Like the you know whether it be the impatience or you know kind of the other stuff that you saw or that she brought to your attention? Sure, was that there?
1: Absolutely, and in, in fact. I wasn't going to share this on the radio, but since you bring it up, uh, so a lot of people know this. My background: I was a TV weatherman in a, in a previous career, which that kind of catches a lot of people off guard. Um, but I always loved meteorology. I loved weather. Uh, I was scared to death of the weather when I was a kid, and so I knew at a young age that I um, wanted to be um, kind of a weatherman. But I thought that that was going to take me more into, you know, really you know, kind of the, 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 the government sector, National Weather Service, something like that. And when I started gra- getting close to graduating from college and having to make decisions on my career, it was pretty apparent that that's not really how I'm wired. Um, it's, it's a different pace. It's a government job, with all due respect. And I just move at a faster pace, and I'm just wired differently. And that ability to read a room and connect with people um, didn't really apply to those jobs. And I never really considered doing television. And I remember going through a very distinct mental exercise at 22 years old. And I remember saying, I think to my advisor, I said, you know, the one thing I can do is I can tell a story. In fact, I was always that kid who I wanted to tell the joke. Like if somebody else was telling a joke and they were kind of butchering it, I would, I would just have to interrupt and be like, can I, can I please tell the story? Because I feel like I can set up the story and tell the story to get an emotional reaction better than anybody in the room. Which is interesting, isn't it? Because really at the end of the day, when I was on TV doing weather and talking about weather for three minutes, you know what I was trying to get? I was trying to create a connection. I was trying to create emotion. I was trying to be entertaining. I was trying to you know, time out what I said and how I said it. And so even then, how I was wired comes came into play from my first career. And here we are in my second career, here we are on the radio making videos and doing radio, and it's the exact same thing.
0: And you didn't see it necessarily. I mean, you wouldn't have explained it that way right before right. you had seen the personality profile. And why I wanted you to do that, Jerry, is because I want, I want our retirees to do that now. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're coming into retirement— I want you to go and take a personality profile. I mean, we we had the one on the animals a while back on our show. We talked about how different personalities retire well, some don't, and kind of things to look out for. If you want that information, reach out to us. We'll make sure you get that white paper. But the importance that I I would do is any personality profile, go through a few of them, Mm -hmm. but then then take that and say, okay, in my career, which ways – did did was it was my personality flowing out of me what what Mm. things was able to use and potentially there's things that you've never been able to fully grow into that you should have in your career Mm -hmm. right your career didn't allow you to do it so had you went the national weather service route right there's things there that now you're retiring from this great career national weather service and you're moving on you and you take a personality profile you would have discovered some of these things hopefully earlier than that but let's say it's now Mm -hmm. what does god have for you in this season That's what I'm after. Anytime we're looking, let's make the next season better. You always have to have something that you're looking forward to that's better than the past. So look at the past, learn from it, Mm -hmm. learn about how God made
1: you, how he wired you, and then turn around and say, okay, what's next? And that's when it really gets exciting. Yeah, I think that's a great point. And also, like I said earlier, too, accepting that, who you are, finding out who you are and accepting that and doubling down on that and taking that to the next level. Ben, we haven't even talked about past experiences yet. We're going to get to that next show. But just kind of just give people a brief little uh, intro as to what's coming up next week.
0: Well, I mean, I, I personally went through a little repurpose in my own life. You know, it was in my same career. But I completely changed how I look at what I do for my work. You know, on the financial side of our business, I completely flipped the switch. And that came after some really deep introspective work mm-hmm. on past experiences. I'm going to tell that story next time on the show. I'm excited for that. We don't have time today because I, you know, I, I think it's so important that people can connect their both their DNA, you know, their personality and their story to who God made them to be.
1: Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Retire Repurposed. If you'd like to contact us, get more information, or order a copy of Ben's book, Repurpose the Untold Story of Retirement in America, just visit our website, retirerepurposed.com. Until next time, I'm Jared Sebesta. Remember, don't retire, become repurposed. We'll see you then. Securities offered through Avantax Investment Services. Member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Avantax Advisory Services. Insurance services offered through an Avantax affiliated insurance agency. Hi, this is Suzanne Newman, host of The Answers for Elders podcast and radio show.